I'm Brinkley. And I'm Whitney. And this is the Blooming 30s podcast. We are two best friends living long distance that have found connection through marriage, motherhood, and growing in our 20s. Join us in our conversations as we bloom in our 30s. Hi guys, welcome back. It has been a minute since we've done this. We like pre-recorded a bunch and then took a few weeks off because of summer and travel plans and everything. So now we're back. Now we're back. Didn't take a break from you guys, but it feels no. weird for us. I know. It's been a few few weeks, right? Since we recorded. Yeah. I would say more than that because we recorded literally back in June, the last time we recorded. Oh my gosh. And it's August now. And it's August. (laughs) We're excited because now we're finally recording like live, like what we're Mm -hmm. talking right now. This episode is going to come out this next next week, which is new for us. We've always recorded ahead of time because summer and craziness and wanting to make sure that we had the content for you guys but now mm-hmm. we're live which I think will be fun because I am excited more to talk current. about like like what's happening right now versus yeah. like a few weeks ago you know no totally yeah like our last episode my bloom happened at the beginning of June and that was like <laughs> an end of July episode so yeah we'll be a lot more current in like what's happening in our lives which will be really cool too especially with like the holidays coming up yes and, like, all of that fun stuff it's less intimidating now so we're coming yeah. to you live I'm so excited. So yeah, like our, we already had one out and literally the next one you hear is this. So I'm so excited that it's going to be that soon. As always, we share our blooms with you guys. And just a little reminder, every week we'll post a box on our stories for you to share your blooms with us too. It's been a minute since we've done that. Yeah. So um, (laughs) when you're listening to this, think of something that you've bloomed in this last week and then come share it with us over on our Instagram. It's our favorite part. It's our favorite part. First, should we do our August giveaway review? Oh my gosh. Yes. So Lindsay Fish, if you are listening today, which you better be, DM us and we have a little gift for you. But it says, I always look forward to listening to this podcast each week. It is so fun hearing other moms talk about all the same things I'm going through with my family and hearing the different ways they are navigating it. Loved the episode about finding your purpose, and I'm so intrigued by all of it now. Even though I don't know you personally, I feel like I'm listening to my friends talk at girls' night. That's our goal. Love. Truly is. Yeah, that <laughs> we don't is all get to do girls' night as often as we want to. So let this be your little fake girls' night each week. So my, bl- <laughs> I'm kind of going back a couple weeks just because we weren't here to chat with you guys, and I want to talk about it. But um, my family, well, my also bloom kind of goes into today's episode too. We went back to Virginia for the first time in like four years, three years. Um, all my family is out there. So we went out and visited them. It was our first like long flight with all four kids. Um, but we were just there. We went to Chesapeake Bay, which if you are out on the East Coast, the KOA at Chesapeake Bay, 10 out of 10 recommend. It was awesome and super affordable. Um, they have like campground spots obviously like for motorhomes and stuff but then they also had little like cabins and they were like just little townhomes that were super affordable right on the beach really clean they had a restaurant the town was just so cute so it was so fun I wish we stayed longer and it then we looked just went to so Kansas. dreamy like it Nicholas so nice. Sparks vibes it looked like much more tropical than you think Virginia like it yeah. looked like Florida well, remember I DM'd you. I was like, where are you? Because <laughs> yeah. it literally looked like you were somewhere you weren't Not Virginia. To be. Yeah. Not Virginia. But it was so nice. And so it was a long travel t- day to get there. Like we flew, obviously. So that's like 10 hours of travel time. And then we landed. And then it's like a four-hour drive from there. So, I mean, it was just oh, a lot of travel. Lot. But we made it. And it was really fun. I wish we stayed longer. Um. And then we went back to my parents' house. Um, They live in Amelia, if you're familiar with Virginia, which is middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Absolutely middle of nowhere. So, but it's beautiful. They have a huge property out there and they have a pond and we went fishing and all that. And then we took my kids and got like nails done for back to school. That was stupid because they're already gone and my kids haven't Mm -hmm. even started school yet. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. we should have waited to do that. Same. And we did back to school haircuts and then we went and saw the Barbie movie while we were there with all my sisters and my mom and my kids. Have you seen it? No. No. Are you going to? Well, (laughs) there's been a few movies out that I've wanted to go see. I just haven't had the time. Yeah. Um, And now I feel like I wish I would have seen it before seeing everything about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I, I could just like form like a clear fairly opinion. early on. I saw it like two days after it came out. So I'd seen like a few things about it, but mostly just like either it was so far like this hates men and like it's so political or like 10 out of 10, everybody go and see it. Like there, it yeah. seemed like there was women no empowerment. Between. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I liked it. It was definitely different than I was expecting. And I don't know what I was expecting. I think I expected more like life size. Uh-huh. You are a 90s yes. baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, which by the way, if anyone knows how I can watch that, please help a girl out. I've Is it not on Disney Plus? Not on Disney Plus, not on Amazon oh. Prime, not on Apple. Like I can't find it anywhere. And I want to show my kids so bad. It is the best. Yeah. So yeah, the girls anyone has an in. So I think I was expecting more like that. And I don't know. I think it was just more like stupid funny than I expected it to be. I don't know what I expected it to be. Like, I don't know. It was just kind of dumb to me. (laughs) I liked the message, but it also didn't have like a super clear plot line to me. I liked it. It was so cute. It was so good. And that adds up though, because hearing you say that after watching it, that adds up because I feel like with all the marketing surrounding this movie and all the PR and just everything that's going on, I literally have been like, what is it about? What is and it I imagine life size as well because that preview where she steps out of her Barbie heels and her feet are still like in position to wear heels, I imagined life size as well. Life size. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'll give a little bit of spoilers. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, like skip past it. But like her feet going flat is basically like her malfunctioning as a Barbie because whoever she is, like whoever's playing with her in the real world is like struggling like they're having thoughts of death like they're having thoughts of um like not being self-worthy and so like she's starting to feel those things and so like she's malfunctioning and in order like to fix that she has to go to the real world and like find who's playing with her and help her which like is cute yeah i love that actually yeah, it's really yeah. cute no and one i've heard up- that's left a review has ever said that i know like you don't even know what it's about that's a great and, way to get someone to want to watch it is to yeah, say that. it's a cute yeah. storyline. And she goes and finds out she's expecting to find a little girl and she goes to the real world and it's actually a mom that's playing with her and like the mom is playing with her. It's America. Um, I don't know how oh, to say her last name. America that Ferreira. Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. From Sister Um, Bud. It's her that's playing with her and she's playing with her because she like has such fond memories of playing with Barbie with her daughter when they were little and now her daughter's a teenager and like doesn't want anything doesn't to do want. with her mom. So that like part of it is really cute and it's really cute. She goes to the real world and like sees an old lady sitting on the bench, which is actually like real Barbie. That's who Barbie was named after. It's um, the maker of Barbie's daughter, Barbara. So that was like a cool little touch Mm -hmm. and she's like really old and she's sitting on a park bench and Barbie looks at her and just starts crying and she's like, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. Like she's never seen anybody age, which I thought that was really special. And I think it like shows us that like we need to like appreciate aging for what it is. Like it's a beautiful process. But then like she goes to like the headquarters of Barbie and like Will Ferrell's there and it just like Will the plot line got the really movie? messy. He Wait, is. I've not it, seen that him. at all. He's like the villain, but like also not a villain. Like he doesn't do anything like super bad, except he just tries to send Barbie back to Barbie Land. What a weird casting. It was kind of wild. But then the, there's the whole like Ken thing. And I actually saw someone share the whole like a different perspective of this isn't like because, yeah, he goes to the real world and, like, sees how men are in the real world. And he's like, oh, my gosh, like, men dominate here. Like, men rule everything versus in Barbie land, Barbies rule everything. It's the women rule everything and the boys do nothing. Um, They're just, like, they're kind of how we are in the real world is what you're, like, trying to connect it to. And so he goes back to Barbie land before Barbie and is like, I got to tell all the guys, like, we should be in charge. Like, we have all of this power. Like we have this patriarchy, like, you know, like manhood that we need to do and like boss the women around basically. So he goes, but I saw a different perspective of it that basically was saying like Barbie's not anti-man, it's anti-patriarchy because like, yeah, and it showed like how the patriarchy structure was actually like damaging men. It was like hurting their self-esteem, hurting their mental health, like all of the all of what came with patriarchy wasn't serving the men at all. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like a twisted system. So I, it was like not anti men. It was like anti the system, I guess. So 
And I liked that. I could see that, but I wish That's I, good. I don't know. Cause I watched some story anti-man. reviews from an influencer and, and that is not the way that she, her perspective was. Uh huh. Yeah. Which that at the end of the day, like that's exactly what movies and media and like all of this stuff is. You get Everyone take it, walks away with their with own something different mm-hmm, perspective. And so I think that that's where I was kind of like, mm, should have seen yeah. it first before I, cause I real and I purposefully do- dove deep into it. Um, yeah. Cause I saw a few people that I really like love, um, say like, Oh, I am not going, I am not taking yeah. the girls. I'm not doing this. And I was like, Oh, I wonder, you know, you're always just curious. Yeah, why? Like, why did they yeah. form their opinion? Should I be concerned? But then I've or... also seen people I love that loved it. And so, yeah, yeah it's very, you've seen really like polarizing thoughts about it. And I think they did a good job with, which like when I said it was kind of like the plot line was almost kind of vague. And I almost think that that was on purpose so that you can go and take what you want from it and take Mm. what you need from it. The only part that I was like, "Mm, that could have gone out of it for me is like at the very beginning when they introduce Barbies, it shows like a bunch of little girls playing with baby dolls. And that's the scene I heard about. Yeah. And they like, instead of when, once Barbie comes along, they all like smash the baby dolls and chuck the baby dolls. And they're like, that's got. And I'm like, we could have done without that. Like, just push yeah. them to the side. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need to like show these baby dolls being abused. Like, that was a yeah. little much. and basically <laughs> yeah. saying like, like being a mom sucks. Like, it's yeah. like that's what I heard then, about that, and that made me sad because yeah, I think we can still have our viewpoints while still honoring and respecting the role of yeah. Mom. Well, part of women empowerment in general is like being a mom is a huge part of that. That's so amazing that we get to do that. And so I wish even in Barbie land, there was only one pregnant Barbie and she was like shunned and made fun of. So I didn't love that aspect of it. I wish Mm. that like even like Skipper or like the little kid Barbies were in it a little bit more. There was none. It was only like CEO Barbie, President Barbie. Oh my gosh. Henley loves the like little girl Barbies. Yeah. Same. My kids love them. So yeah. 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 There was none of those. And I, I'm like, you had Alan, but you didn't have Skipper and Chelsea. Like, actually, Skipper was there right at the end. But oh. she was more like a teenager. Um, mm. But, yeah, I just wish they showed more of, like, I mean, at least for me, when I played Barbies, I was always a mom Barbie. Like, that's 100%. just what I wanted to do. And all the ones so. my girls have are the pregnant Barbie or even the vet Barbie that has the puppy or that has the dog that has puppies in its belly. Yes. Like. Yeah, it's just so mom. Would you bring now that you've seen it? Is that something you would take Milan to? I took all my girls. Yeah, you did. And you're yeah. and, and you think that it's appropriate for. Yeah, her. there okay. was only one part that I like talked to them after because before we took them, my mom was kind of saying like, I heard people say it's not appropriate for kids. Mm-hmm. And I do think I'm on like the more lenient side of k- movies for my kids, but not like too extreme but so I took them and the only parts that if you have little ears around I don't know if this will offend you or not but just be aware the only part was in the real world some guys were like hitting on Barbie and she was Mm -hmm. like oh it's okay I don't have a vagina like and she just said it (laughs) like and so Milan said that was the only part that like kind of was like she thought was inappropriate but like we use the words vagina and penis in our house so 100%. like yeah same. It, it wasn't like a bad word to her yeah. or anything she just like probably doesn't see that in her movies that she watches so it kind of like threw her off but like we told her you know like that's not a bad word like that's a, it's normal she doesn't have a vagina barbie doesn't have a vagina so no actually that's like kind of comical that that was her yeah it was kind it. of funny yeah, yeah she's yeah. like oh it's fine you can hit on me like i don't have a vagina like yeah that's <laughs> so, funny yeah, that's good go girl no no, that's interesting though, because yeah, a lot of the stuff that I said was people like enraged that little girls were there. The one influencer that I watched her stories on, like she brought her like college-aged and teenage kids, she boys and girls, and she said that all of them like were super uncomfortable with what? it. And so my girls have been wanting to see it, of course. I like and can't imagine a, a spot that they were uncomfortable in, honestly, especially that age. Like I don't no. know. Yeah, it's interesting. Like so I took my it's good to hear your perspective on it and to hear like yeah what you thought. Huh. 
Well, interesting. Quite the tangent. I feel like Barbie has been like the topic of so many conversations. So sorry to bring it over to this platform too, but we just had to hear about it. It was so interesting. Any more blooms that you had? Um, Oh yeah. Let's see. Okay. That was in Virginia. I mean, I'm sure I do, but life is chaos right now. Yeah. You have Um, how much longer till you have a couple more weeks of summer? Yeah. My kids start on the 16th. So as of today, we have 12 more days. Wild. So their backpacks got here today. That's so good. I know. My kids are like, I think the only one that's excited is Della because I think my other really? kids like know what it is now. Yeah. And they're like, oh. But which Della's I bet once excited. they get into it, like Milan is They'll such a, it. she's so Milan good with school. school. And so yeah. She'll love yeah. it. Phoebe, I get it. Like Phoebe doesn't love school, but she's just so free spirited. I can see how summer she is. is just her. She doesn't like season. schedule. She doesn't like structure. Like she just wants to play and be in her own little world. And so I get like why school is hard for her, but mm-hmm. she also loves it too. So yeah, I think it'll be a good yeah. year. Your kids started. My kids started. Two, two of them did. Henley starts Monday. It's currently Friday as we're recording this. So, um, but yeah, the big kids started and they are loving it. Oh, um, Parley looked I so am, cute. Did she look cute? Thank you. So cute. You should have seen her today. I should have sent you a photo, but she's wearing, um, I found a bunch of bodysuits for her because she, oh, she likes to tuck in her shirts, but like playing and everything, they, they come, come undone. Out. Yeah. So I found her a bunch of bodysuits on Shein. That's smart. And then- She's wearing these like high-waisted yellow pants that are flare-legged. Oh. They're like yellow jeans that flare out. Um, and she's got like a little daisy choker on. Anyway, she's just oh so my gosh. cute. And I wish my kids would let me dress them. Oh, I I've been having a lot of fun. Feels like they're my little Barbie dolls. But yeah, she yeah, <laughs> she has been a lot more like vocal with like what she's wearing what she and wants. how her hair. And I love it because it's just providing more of a bonding experience for the two of us which I know it's not always going to look that way like yeah who knows maybe next year maybe when she's 13 like who knows or even like my other girls it gives you like a little peek into like their personalities a little bit more too it does like I feel like I'm getting to know her so much more which has been really fun so yeah they've been loving it Paxton had a hard first day and that is always like gut-wrenching as a mom when they come home sad sad um but he I, he really reminds me of me a lot in the sense that like – and Cameron can attest to this. Like when it comes to holidays or birthdays, like you just have these expectations and you mm-hmm. plan everything to the nines That's and you want it is. to go right. And then when it doesn't go perfect or whatever, like I've really struggled with that with that type of stuff. So yeah, that was definitely him yesterday. And I told him I was like the first day isn't everything. And I know you want it to be so bad and I get that, but it's not the best day ever. Um everyone is shy and everyone is like trying to figure out yeah. where they're at Nervous and themselves. It's a lot. But one thing happened. It was a total accident. A marker exploded and the ink got in his eyes, Oh, which was really sad. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So I can, that would ruin my day too. I totally yeah. get it. So Aww, anyway, poor, poor guy. guy, but he woke up today with just a new positive attitude. And I said, good, that's the way we do it. That's so good. And I'm excited Did to hear he like how. his teacher. Do you like his teacher? I mean, so oh far. yeah. So we met all of the teachers the other day and they're wonderful. I'm so excited. So good. Yeah. They seem awesome. And the kids loved them after the first day as well. So I'm really happy about that. God bless. How is Henley doing? Teachers. Fall day, full day. Oh, no, wait. She did full day last year. Duh. She did full day last year. Yeah. So she won't start till Monday. She is so pumped because she gets to ride the bus this year. That's like mm. her number one thing. And she can't wait to go eat in the cafeteria because they didn't do that last year either. So cute. She can't wait for all of that. So I'm excited to hear her report on Monday how it all goes. But I just can't believe our kids are this old. No. Like it. I look at other parents with like just toddlers and I'm like, that is me, right? Like, Same. And then I'm like, I have a third grader. Like, yeah, what third happened? grade feels nuts. That's like, so old. Do you, like, I, if I do you remember that, third grade? Absolutely. Like, Same. I remember. That's third the first grade. year I rem- I started yeah. remembering and, and having like, a memory. And like, if I would have met somebody like when I was just a toddler mom and they had a third grader, I'd be like, oh, you're like, you're a seasoned mom. Like, you're legit. Yes. And like, here yes. I am. Like, I don't know nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> yeah. This is so no, old. Uh, They're so craziness. Old. But it really is so – it's just so fun, and it's getting more and more fun, and it really gets me so amped up and excited for the future. Yeah. It's just going to be a blast. Um. Okay, so a couple other blooms I'll run through because liter- I was actually thinking we did record in July because we 
report it back on my trip to you. So we did oh, yeah. record it in July. Yeah. Um, but I did go to Arizona. Um, was it while you were in Virginia? I think. You yeah, were I think so. Yeah. Um, so I flew out there just for a super quick trip. My youngest brother started teaching at Highland High School, and so I chatted with him and offered up my helping hand, and he was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And so it was crazy so that he's a teacher there. No, like what? Like he's still thirteen. I think I when I got married, he was like yeah. thirteen. So my brother is like never aged to me. Like mm-hmm. especially my youngest brother. Like in my head, he's eighteen and he's like mm-hmm. twenty five. Yeah, <laughs> so it's weird. crazy. So to see him in that element, but I'm even if he didn't need my help, I'm so 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 happy that I went. We got to have so much one on one conversation. We went to dinner. And I'm just really proud of the person that he is and like the reason why he got into teaching and he's teaching government and history, but like it's so much more than that. And like he literally said, I couldn't care less if my students knew about the Revolutionary War. This is what I want Mm. them to know. This is what I want to teach them. And it's just about being a good person and being a kind person and just I loved I loved having that one on one time with him. It just felt really special. special. Yeah. You don't get that I got a whole a, lot with your siblings once you're no, grown. No. Once you get married and and especially living far away, like I don't yeah. I haven't gotten that much, so it was really special. I did get a lot of one-on-one time with my nephew and that made me so happy. Mm. He's How old is he best. now? Like 3 months, 4 months? He just hit his 4 months. Yeah. Oh. You he's know, so she's cute. waiting for the sleep regression and all of that. I know. Oh the worst he's just darling he's such a good boy but really since then it's just as soon as I got back home from that it was real back to school prep I we had a few things on our summer bucket list that we didn't get to do so I took the kids to a couple of museums and that was really fun to do and yeah now we're back in the full swing of summer so that's or not summer back to school (laughs) school so that is my blooms. So now getting into the topic of our episode which you'll know by the title of course but Whitney and I thought it would be fun now that we're kind of off of summer. And even if you guys have like fall break trips coming up or you're traveling for the holidays at all, um, we thought it would be fun to kind of do this episode and get it documented. And we're going to be talking about our travel tips, especially when it comes to having kids. Yeah. Um, I think Whitney's going to kind of take the reins on flying with kids. I'm going to kind of take the reins on road trips with yeah. kids. We've both done both, but yeah kind of yeah we're gonna I feel like we have our preference our personal preferences like I prefer totally. to drive to fly yeah and, and I don't you prefer I prefer to, prefer to drive, drive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I feel like sometimes it depends like if it's less than yes. like 10 hours mm, I don't know I like to fly to Arizona <laughs> yeah but well, it's with because your kids, Allegiant yeah. is right there like yeah if you were Provo flying Airport. by yourself you yeah you would choose, or even me, I would choose flying over driving myself. But I think yeah. when you add the kids into it, that's where the preferences oh, yeah. change. Yeah, for sure. I could not drive from Utah to Arizona like that. If you have yeah. literally Allegiant right there at your Provo airport, yeah. like, yeah, that's Why way not? more convenient. Uh-huh. But like, we drive to California and that's like 10 hours, but because we'd have to fly out of Salt Lake and that's just like adds more of a headache. Yeah. Yeah. It's so far. Anyways. So yeah, I'm going to do mostly flying. Um, and she, you'll do mostly road tripping, which is good because I just flew to Virginia. Like that is an all day traveling with all four kids. And then you just drove here all by Mm -hmm. yourself. So we both have it like fresh in our mind, which is why we wanted to do it right now. So So fun. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Take it away. Tell us all the things that we need to hear. I haven't flown with my kids since 2018. Oh my gosh. All of my kids, because I stopped flying as soon as I delivered Henley moved because at moved that point, Ohio, right? Like, yep. Well, we moved in 2020, but like at that point, Paxton aged out of being a lap infant. Mm-hmm. So it would have been two tickets for them. And Cameron rarely ever traveled home to Arizona with me. So I was always alone. So to do Ugh. two toddlers and a newborn, that's when I stopped. That's too much. So I'm excited to hear what you have to share because it's yeah. been a minute for me. Yeah. We flew a ton during 2020, actually. Um, I want to say we flew like 25 times during 2020. Yeah. Really? I don't know why. Don't like, remember that. <laughs> I don't know why we did so much. Like I don't I couldn't even tell you like where we went. <laughs> I was gonna say, where the heck did you go? <laughs> I don't remember. We went to Virginia a couple times. I think we went mm-hmm. twice. And then I don't even know where we went. <laughs> but I just remember thinking like 
because it was 2020, obviously, and Della was two. And I remember yeah. thinking, like, no one's ever gotten on her for a mask. And that's just the only thing that mm. stuck out to mm-hmm. me. So, like, I knew we had flown a lot, a lot during that time. But anyways, we hadn't flown with all four kids besides to Arizona. We flew to Arizona when Theron was, like, six weeks old. So he was just brand new. And so – and that flight is, like, an hour long. So it, like, almost doesn't even count. So <laughs> Virginia is, like, ten hours of travel because – yeah. Once I leave my house, it's two hours to the airport and then waiting at the airport, security at the airport, getting on the plane. The first plane is three hours long, then a layover. Nothing flies direct there, which is so annoying. Some people like layovers for their kids. It like helps give them a break. I hate it. Mm -hmm. Like once we're settled, let me be settled. Like just keep them strapped in. (laughs) Yeah. Like don't make me walk again. Don't make me wake them up again. Like and once they're down and sitting, like let's just get there. But Mm-hmm. We have to, we have a layover. So then we have a layover. It's typically like two hours. And then we get on another plane. That's typically two, three hours. And then getting to the airport and the baggage and all that. Like once said and done, it's like 10 hours. And it's not a fun 10 hours. But anyways, so we really only fly. We flew to Hawaii, or not Hawaii. I wish Hawaii. I've never even been to Hawaii. <laughs> Why did I say that? My brain is It's not, you're manifesting. Oh. <laughs> uh, we flew to Florida last year, but not with all of the kids. I flew by myself That's right. with Della and Theron, and then Michael drove with the older girls because we were there for a month last summer and we needed our rental car, but Theron was not even one yet. You so needed driving, your actual car, not a rental. I needed my a- – oh, yeah. yeah. I needed to not have yes. a rental car. We, like, priced it out, and it was cheaper to just drive. This was right during when gas was really expensive, too, but it was cheaper to drive our car out there and fly than to rent a car when we were out there. So – yeah. Especially because to rent a car that fits all of us, like you have to get like the massive ones. So they're obviously super expensive. So I flew out by myself with just Della and Theron last year. And De- and Theron was a lap child and Della had her own seat. Um, And then this time Theron was his own seat. He had he turned two on the day that we flew. So even if he wasn't, that's one of my tips. I get them their own seat, like starting at like 18 months. And if I can't, like, I'm not going, like, it's not worth it to me to hold an 18 month old. Like it's awful. They hate it. They're at the age that like, they don't understand why you're holding them. Cause you don't typically just like sit and hold them for hours on end versus like a six month old you do. So once they hit like 18 months, I get them their own seat and strap those babies in because that's the only way to survive. So, and I you bring the car seat, right? Like I do. you put the yes. car seat on the plane and I've done which it. I feel with- like, Oh, sorry. I was going to say, which I no, feel like good. is different. I never bought Paxton. He was always a lap infant until he turned two. But I feel like a lot of times we did get lucky where no one sat in our row. And so I did yeah. put him in the seat next to me, but you but can't no, guarantee that. But no, yeah. and, and I didn't have so my then car you, seat. So then you don't, you can't bring your car seat on because you're not guaranteed that seat next to you, obviously. So the car seat makes a big difference. I think because at least with my kids, this is how it's gone. Four kids in, this is how it's been. I know not every kid is like this, but like they are familiar with their car seat and like they know they're strapped in. They know they can't like climb out or fight it. So like they just don't even fight it. Like once they're buckled in, they're like, yeah, this is what's normal. Like. I know this. It's not unfamiliar. I'm not like showing them this weird seatbelt that they've never sat in like and that doesn't keep them in at all. Like it's just there for funsies that then the stewardess is telling you to buckle up and like they're just climbing in and out of it every two seconds. So it's worth it to me to bring the car seat once they're like walking age up until like three, three and a half, depending on the kid. I bring the other car seat. Once they get to that age, then I feel like they're genuinely better about sitting down, sitting still. Yeah. But I really like that car seat for the in-between stage where they just think it's a jungle gym. How do yeah. What are your tips for bringing a car seat on the plane when you're juggling little kids already? As yes. It is? Okay. So the first time I brought my car seat on, it was with Milan and Phoebe. And Phoebe was, oh, she had to have been like 18 months old. And so Milan was like three, three or four. Um, no, she couldn't have been four. She was probably three. Anyways, so they were both really little and I brought my regular car seat. I brought my Chico next fit. I have it for all my kids. I love it, but it's pretty big and pretty bulky and heavy. Um, and I remember like reading a bunch of blogs and stuff beforehand and people told me like, ask the stewardess, they'll help you load it on the plane when you get there. And so I went up, I went 
first when they called up like families with young kids I went up and I said um I was wearing Phoebe and I had the car seat and I said can I get some help moving it back to my seat and the flight attendant was so rude and she said that's not my job literally just like that said that's not my job honey and I was like um okay sorry I want to die now like now you hate me Mm -hmm. like (laughs) so I'm like carrying it above my head like hitting everything on the way trying to like lead Phoebe or Della uh, Milan (laughs) is anyone else so bad at children's names (laughs) I'm so bad um so I'm like trying to push her back I'm like almost crying because I feel like so mortified that I just asked this girl to help me and I was like so nice about it and she was so rude and like I just wanted to cry now now I'm like now you hate me Anyway, so I got it back and that car seat was pretty big and bulky and it was like hard to get into the seat. Since then, I have bought like travel only car seats that are really Mm -hmm. small, really thin, weigh two pounds. Like they're so easy. And how Mm -hmm. I bring it through the airport, I have I, I took a video because I feel like it's hard to explain. But I prefer to bring a stroller rather than baby wear. I know I feel like a lot of the travel blogs tell you to baby wear. And I don't mm-hmm. love that. I feel like it makes me claustrophobic. It makes me hot. It makes me sweaty. I'm, I'm already stressed. You have to take them out during security. You have to take them out during landing. Like it just is like a lot of in and out for me that yeah. I don't love that unless your baby is teeny, like mm-hmm. under six months old. Then I say like, okay, where? But other than that, I bring a stroller and I bring a travel only stroller because chances are they'll break it. They're going to break it. They're going to break it. So I have a travel only crappy stroller which like kind of sucks to have a crappy stroller on vacation but like it's worth it for them not to break your nice ones so I have my crappy like just umbrella stroller and I take the tether from the car seat and wrap it around the stroller seat and clip it to the back of the stroller so it's the stroller and I'm pushing it like a stroller but the kid is sitting in the car seat if that makes Mm -hmm. sense I have Mm -hmm. I have a video of it so I'll share and so I take that all the way up throughout the airport through security like it I use it to hold everything I use it to hold my backpacks like it's so much easier than baby wearing and also wearing a diaper bag I also hate that feeling like yes. it's just a lot and like a lot of weight and your back's hurting so it's nice to have like completely free hands completely free backs like everything and just on the stroller I push that up and I just gate check the stroller so I push the stroller all up until I get on the plane fold down the stroller and then take the car seat on And I'm either, I have the light enough car seats now I can hold the baby and the car seat in one hand. And it's thin enough that I don't have to hold it above my head. I can walk with it in between the aisles because I have a smaller one. Um, I have the, what's the brand? Do you say Graco or Graco? (laughs) Graco. But I said Graco for years. Oh, really? (laughs) And then I said it once in front of somebody and they were like, Graco? I was like, oh. So Graco. <laughs> I think it's Graco. I have no idea. I think it is too. But yeah. also I say Chico and I guess it's actually Kiko. Yeah, that one. I'm sorry. I don't care that it's Kiko. It's freaking Chico. If you yeah, wanted us Chico. to say Kiko, take the H okay. out. Yeah. You know what like, I mean? Make it a K. Spell it different. Like, so they did anyway, that to themselves. <laughs> it's Chico in my head. <laughs> also, my mom shopped at a store growing up like named Chico's and it was spelt the exact same way yes. as one less C. So the travel car seat that you purchased is a Graco. Oh yeah. Um, Graco f- forever, I think. Okay. And it's actually like now one that I use in my car. Like I've transitioned my mm-hmm. older girls to it too. Cause it's like a booster and a, um, it has a five point harness option and a seatbelt. So I like it and it's really light and thin. So like, it's really not a big deal to carry at all. Um, so that one was much easier than the Chico to get on the plane. And it, yeah, I was by myself. It's not awesome. Della's old, old enough to walk, obviously. And then I could hold Theron and the car seat at the same time. Or this last awesome. time he's old enough, he could walk. He and he walking. thought it was so cool to walk and pass everyone mm-hmm. and wave and everyone thinks it's so cute. So it's fun. It's a good little way to like get on everyone's good side before the yep. flight in case your kid's bad. Just smile and yep. wave. Make sure Just they think you're so cute. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that way, if you're screaming the whole time, they think you're cute at least. So, yep. <laughs> but none of my kids have ever screamed the whole flight. So that's good. Yeah. Oh, never can you imagine. No. That'd be so hard. Okay. So past the car seat ages, other random tips. Um, get cheap over the ear headphones for kids don't get the ones that go in their ears it doesn't fit 
at all their little ears. You can get like $5 ones from Walmart. Get them beforehand because they're $50 at the airport. And I've made that mistake before. Yep. So get the ones at Walmart, Target beforehand and over the headphone ones. And then each of my kids are responsible for carrying their own backpacks because they obviously can have room underneath their seat to put it. So instead of like trying to shove everything in mine and like pass it out, they carry what they need. And then like we can Mm -hmm. bring more stuff. And I also am like I used to before I learned I used to like really overstuff my bags with toys and activities and treats and that I've learned like no boy no like too much less is more because then you're digging Mm -hmm. through your bag it's full it's heavy you have no room for snacks or water bottles that you want to get like at the airport so I really like try to keep it pretty minimal and I do always bring an extra outfit because I've had too many experiences when I needed that um (laughs) if you guys remember Paxton puked on her. So yep, we both nice needed a have. change of clothes. Yeah. It's nice to have a second outfit. Um, mm-hmm. And then when my babies are like littler, I bring a really big swaddle blanket to lay. But the really thin ones, like the jersey knit ones, like mm-hmm. um, Lulu and Company, Copper Pearls. I love those because I can lay it on the ground at the airport for like a clean place for the baby to lay around and play. Um, but then it folds up small in my diaper bag. So I yeah. really like those ones. Um, and then my kids typically bring their headphones and then I love the, um, magic. Wow. Is that what they're called? The markers that like don't color on anything. Yes. Those are amazing for flights because if you give them regular markers, they're coloring everywhere. Well, and also don't make the mistake of doing the water. Wow. One. Yes. Get get the marker ones because the water ones are paintbrushes, but you have to fill them up. You have to fill them up and they don't last very long. No, they're gone in two seconds. two seconds. So yeah, the Magic Wow, they come with like a little slot for the marker. If you get like, there's a bunch of different ones you can get, but we love the little individual, like it's pretty small, like booklets yeah. of those. And those it fits the in their little little kid backpacks. Yep. They can color on it, but not, not color on themselves or the windows Airplane. or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That has happened before. I also really love bringing Play-Doh. Um, that has always entertained my kids for a long time and it's like not super messy like it doesn't get their hands messy it doesn't get mm-hmm. the plane messy or anything like that so I like bringing play-doh um but now that my kids are older they really just watch the shows so I make sure I have the yeah. headphones so I feel like once they reach like four they're like okay I'll just watch a show they can Before zone out that, to a movie. it's really when you're like trying to keep them entertained so mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else love oh that God. so yeah on the topic of entertainment any other tips that you have for like, what did Theron do when you guys flew to Virginia? Theron actually watched a lot of the movies, which I thought was interesting Good. because he That's wouldn't cute. keep his headphones on. And so he was just watching the screen. Um, and then. That's so cute. Yeah, it was so funny. I do have one video of him with the headphones, but they're like on his cheeks. Like, they're not even on his ears. <laughs> He's just <laughs> smiling. Um, and I set him. Babies in the car seats have to be by the windows. So then he sat by one of my older kids. He sat by Milan and like he just was so good the whole time. He didn't really like need a whole lot of entertainment. We brought a little It's car. almost like if you put him by you, it's like he worse like than expects. if it's like mom's not. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It's kind of like if I sit in the back in the car, like they're like, oh, mom is available to give me stuff versus if I'm not sitting by them, they know like I'm busy. So kind of that same mentality for them. Stick a kid by them if you can. Um, the last fight we did rotate me and Michael because he was so tired and it landed where he was tired and he fell asleep like for five minutes in our layover and then it was game over like he, he wasn't going to sleep again. So he was so tired on that last fight that he was kind of fussy. Mm-hmm. But I think what has always given me a lot of comfort in flying is those airplanes are so loud. The only mm-hmm. people that can hear your kids even if they're crying, is like two rows. Like you mm-hmm. get up and walk and walk two rows ahead. You can't hear anything. It's so loud. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but don't they purposefully put families they in put a all the kids zone? in the back? <laughs> they put yeah. all the kids and in the back. And it's always like that's literally like past the wings. Isn't that where yes. it's the loudest back it's there? It's so like, loud by the back. No mm-hmm. one can hear you. And 99% of people nowadays ride with headphones in. They're watching movies. They can't hear you. Like, so if your kid ha- is having a rough time, like, 
I think what stresses me out the most is thinking I'm pissing off everybody else. And like, mm-hmm. I just have to remind myself, like, no one can hear. People don't care. Exactly. Like, like, it's fine. Like, it's fine. And if they do care, it's not you. It's them. No, it's on them. To- They're having a bad yeah. day. Yeah. Um, My one last tip, and I've asked this on my stories before, and it's really 50-50. So I know, like, this may not be what you like to do. I do not board when they invite families to board first. Oh, yes. I board at the very last. Like, I wait until they're, like, door closing in two minutes. Like, last call. There's nobody there in line. The line is gone in the little, I don't even know what it's called, the aisle way down to the plane. There's no line. Nobody. Like, that's when I'm boarding because if you board first, you're just sitting on the plane with no air conditioning for an additional 30, 40 minutes waiting to take off. And like, that's when my kids start to get super restless and annoyed and it's hot or it's cold. Like that's when the air conditioning or heater isn't really working. Yeah. And you're potentially having to stand up and sit down, stand up and sit down, let other people in versus if you just board so last, you sit down and then you're getting up and going. Imagine like if you were getting ready for a road trip, would you put your kids in their car seat before you've even started packing the car? No, like yeah, I pack the car, I get the snacks ready, I get this car started, They're in and last at the minute. very last second, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, let's go. It's the same thought for me. I prefer to get on yeah. the last. No, that makes sense. And I think when you did that poll, I think I, because they do, they give, when you have kids, they let you board first. And mm-hmm. that's actually interesting that that's even like a, a rule in general that like yeah. everybody abides by is like anyone with kids aboard, aboard, <laughs> it's aboard, a boat. all aboard. <laughs> board first um but I remember when you posted that and it really made me sit there and think because I'm always very much the mentality of like get there first get there early on time plan super super ahead and so I think when that's naturally the type of person you are you think you have to abide by that just because it's the option yeah but I think you see everyone else and you're like what am I missing so you're like okay like that's (laughs) That's what what we do do. but I think that that's a really good lesson in motherhood in general is to just always just really think about how do I really feel? And if you don't know, if you don't have an opinion on it, try it out. Yeah. So when I flew with Parley in March, we didn't board first. We boarded literally, I think we were the last zone in the plane. It's my favorite. And even though she's older, it was the first time I had ever tried it when I was with a kid and it rocked. It was awesome. I I also like it it just for me personally. Like I don't want to sit on the plane for 30 minutes with no air conditioning. Yeah. Like, no, no, I feel like that's always when the air is not blowing cold and it makes so me hot. sick instantly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But this last trip when I flew to Arizona this month, I didn't board when I was supposed to because I literally was on my last couple minutes of editing our podcast. Mm. And so I literally boarded dead last and it was so much better. It's so, so nice. Something I'm to it. something. I'm You're onto something. something. <laughs> I love it's it. It's not the cheap flights that or everyone always thinks like, oh, it's like the people that book last minute or the cheapest tickets get on last. I'm like, really? We've got it the best. So (laughs) you guys don't know. Anyways. That's awesome. Okay. I love it. Any more tips when it comes to flying? Security is the worst part. Once you get through security, like you can breathe. And most of the time, like that's when I'm like at my most stressed for sure. And you can tell. And most of the time someone will buy, someone behind me will be like, Oh, like I remember those days. Like you're fine. Like I can. Mm. Like can I help? And like those always just people want to help. And I think we as humanity have such a tendency to believe the worst in people and believe that everyone's annoyed with us or yep. like you know. And I think more times than not, people are wanting to help and people are patient and understanding. And we need to remember that more than people are annoyed yeah. with me. Totally. Well, I I feel like that's why I have preferred road trips, even when the flying was an option, because I'm om- I I psyched myself out to really believe that. Oh, mm-hmm. I'd rather if my kid is going to scream the whole time, I'd rather it be in my car where mm-hmm. only I'm annoyed than other people, because yeah. that pressure. But it's like no, really, people are good and they do just want to help. And yeah. they're the select few that have a problem with it. How about you yeah. just not fly? <laughs> Don't let a few rotten apples no. ruin it. We deserve to fly too. It's public transportation. Yeah. Well, and I think just so cool to give your kids the opportunity to experience that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's really, really important. And yeah. Uh, and a blessing to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And so 
yeah, I know a lot of sure. like people my age that have never flown or like only mm-hmm. flown once or anything like that. So yeah, I try to really tell my kids that like, how cool is it that you guys have done this at mm-hmm. least once a year, your entire life? Like I know. it's like almost second nature to them. So yeah. they're really good on flights. Cause I think, yeah, they just know what to expect now. Um, yeah. So they know what they're doing. Pretty good. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So getting into road trip travel tips. Um, we do a lot of road trips, a lot. So much so that the next car that I get specifically, what I want is to help with road trips and storage in the back. I know mm. my kids are all going to get older and bigger. Yeah. And so the luggage is going to become more. And so, um, especially just like with where we live, our location, like we travel to Arizona and Utah so mm-hmm. much that, yeah, we're a road trip family for sure. So I'm excited to share some of my tips and kind of where we struggled with preparing this podcast is like, what can I share? That's not like, duh, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like I have gotten the hang of a few things and when I have shared it on my stories and stuff, some of my friends will be like, Oh, I'm doing that next time. Yeah. That's awesome. So I'm excited to share. Um, like I said, we do road trips like to Arizona and Utah all the time now that we live in New Mexico, but we did used to live in Ohio to, to move there. I drove by myself with a one-year-old and a newborn all the way there. And then we did visit Arizona as a full family while we lived there. And it was way better to drive mainly because you fly. And then, yeah, kind of like when you went to Florida, you're stuck like, well, I need my car and I need my car yeah. seats and I need, it's just a it lot. It gets so harder we did to get a drive. rental car when you have so many kids. Yes, it does. Like, yeah, we'd have to get car seats. Because then and... you have to rent the car seats. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. So we did drive all the way to Arizona. At one point, it's a 30-hour drive. And... Mm. That one was good because obviously Cameron and I both like tandem drove and stuff and took care of the kids. And then obviously when we moved from Ohio to New Mexico, that was another cross-country road trip. And I did it alone with three kids and I was very, very pregnant. So those have been like our main road trips. But also I do all of these tips for my six-hour road trip to Arizona. And it just – it works no matter what. If I was going – let's say like a two hour road trip to a national park here in New Mexico, I would still do these same tips. So anyways, so let's get into the category of clothing for the kids. Obviously we're all looking at our activities, the weather, and like we're planning outfits accordingly. I do the same tip that I do with our back, with our school clothes is I roll full outfits together. That way, no matter where we're at, my kids can just go and grab a full roll and they have everything they need to wear that day. Um, I have done a Ziploc bag method. I tried it when I saw it and I thought it could be kind of cool. It was Utah 2021 when I came out um, when you were pregnant with Darren. And I liked it. I At first I was like, wow, that's kind of a waste of Ziplocs, but you can mm-hmm. just reuse them. Like it's just clean yeah. clothes in there so you can reuse your bags. Um, I didn't love it just because it just didn't seem as like tidy and organized, but I've seen lots of people love it or use the like packing cubes to mm-hmm. do that. So literally you just have, you know, labeled and it's their full outfit in there. Um, there is a new method that I am excited to try for our next one. And I wish I would have seen this before we traveled to Utah this summer so it's the back of the door shoe organizers. Mm. Um, it's the one where it's yeah, like got a ton that. of cubbies. Yeah. So what's cool is you can roll your kid's outfit up and you can do slots and you can do a row for each kid or you can do one full, depending on how and long your trip is. And then when you get is. there, you can just like hang mm-hmm. it up. Hang it on the back of the door. So you're not it's living out of a suitcase. What's also cool is when it comes to packing it in the suitcase is the shoe organizer itself with the clothes in it fully rolls up. Yeah. And so you can just, and it's small. And so you can fit it in a suitcase. And I love that because I hate living out of a suitcase. Me too. If I, have I hang up my option, clothes like almost instantly when I get there. Yes. Yes. But obviously that's not doable to do everywhere you're going. And so to be able to get it on the back of the door and off of the floor and yeah. just not just yeah. like thrown out of a suitcase. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's genius. Yeah. I'm going to try that. Yeah, I love that one. So I'm excited to try that. Maybe we will keep you guys updated if one of us do it at any point here. Um, So along with kind of like the packing and like the clothing is shoes. And this kind of took like a couple of tries for me to figure out the method that I liked when it came to to bringing shoes. Um, I did not follow this method when I came to you this summer in Utah. And that was my, oh yeah, never going astray. I'm always going to do that. So my favorite method is 
I bring a bucket, a basket, whatever it is, and everyone in the family's shoes goes in that bucket. Um, and with you, like I only brought one pair of shoes per kid. Mm-hmm. That was a major fail. They were lost. Um, uh huh. Lost, dirty. Like Fallon's got stolen. We think like it's <laughs> just <laughs> we're one pair weird. of shoes. We're at the pool. Like who steals uh-huh. little baby shoes? little shoes? Yeah. So any shoes that we need for no matter what the activity is, everyone's goes in that one bucket. And then when we're at the location, like we're at your house, then I have a landing spot for all of our mm-hmm. shoes instead of piling them up by your front door or piling them up in the yeah. room that we're sleeping in. Like it just helps keep it all tidy and organized. And then I keep one pair of easy slide on shoes in the back pocket of the seat in front of them in the car. So for sandals, Crocs and- for gas stations yeah. and like potty breaks. Yeah. Um. And then, like, as we're pulling in, I say, okay, everyone grab your shoes, put them on because they don't want to wear them while we're driving. Yeah. Um, we do the same thing for flying. I pack, like, bulkier shoes, like their tennis shoes or Crocs or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they wear flip-flops, like, in the airport. So then they take them off for security. And then, yeah, in the plane ride, they're not, like, wearing their shoes so they can easily take them off. Yeah, we do mm-hmm. the same thing. Yeah. So I love that for sure, especially using the basket bucket thing. Even like one of our trips to Arizona, we just left that bucket by the front door and mm-hmm. where we were staying. And that just really helped. I, I didn't feel like, oh no, I, like, I'm inconveniencing them. I'm staying in their home. Like I don't want to like have a million of my family's yeah. shoes everywhere. It's just one spot. That is nice. Let's see. So that's kind of the packing clothing kind of category. As far as snacks goes, my favorite method for road trips is make separate bags for each kids. And that might seem like a no-brainer, but I didn't do that before. And it was so annoying, especially if you are traveling alone. I do a lot of our road trips by myself without Cam. And it's not ideal to have to keep us safe and driving yeah. while passing snacks back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like to go and bag bag them up in a like gallon-sized Ziploc. I buy snacks in bulk from Costco. Um, So each kid has their own snack bag. And then really it also gives them that responsibility to be independent and to like monitor their snacks. Once their bag is gone, it's gone. Like there is plenty that they shouldn't be hungry, but if they like jam pack it all and then they have a tummy ache or whatever, Mm -hmm. that's on you. I really, really, yeah. I love bringing suckers. That has been something where like they're, they tell me they're whining, they're bored or whatever. Suckers has always been a really fun thing to kind of like help stretch a little bit longer. Yeah. They laugh longer. Um, That's good. Yeah. I do love to stop and get treats when we stop for potty breaks at the gas station. I just feel like it helps. Mm-hmm. Morale. <laughs> you know kinda what like I mean? Like them up a little bit. Like get them exactly. excited about something. Totally. Yeah. It's worth So it. I always budget for that and just say like, okay, every single time like Maybe not every single time because it depends on how much you're stopping with your kids. But for example, when we drive to Arizona, we typically stop one main stop. It's Mm -hmm. about halfway. And they've got a Maverick gas station there. And it's just like clockwork. My kids just know we're at Maverick. Like go and pick something. The Smarties, Suckers. Have you seen those? Mm -hmm. They're the the ones that you got my kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I brought those when I came to you. Yeah. Um, I hate them, but I love them for (laughs) little kids. Like. Theron or Fallon, they're not sticky and you're not hearing them crunch their tiny little teeth, worried yeah. about them inhaling something and choking while you're driving. The yeah. Smarty Suckers are soft. As soon as they bite them, it's like a powder. Crumbles. It's just, yeah. yes. And it totally. might get crumbles and be a little bit messy, but you're on a road trip, like guaranteed. I'd rather the crumbles than the stickiness. I cannot Same. the stickiness. Same. Yeah. So that's kind of what we do for... um snacks. I do make sure that I fill up each of the kids reusable water bottles before we go and it's in their cup holder ready to go in the car before we even get them in the car. So like you were saying, like kids are literally last minute. Mm -hmm. The night before a road trip, I put all of their entertainment stuff in the back pocket. I put their shoes and I put their water bottles in their seats. The snack baskets packed. I do keep a basket of snacks to refill by me. It's also where I keep my snacks. But for refill or a lot of times because I do buy snacks in bulk, I bring those with me because then I can just repack the Ziplocs for the road trip back home instead of having to go and shop again. Yeah. So that's what I like to do for that. 
as well as, as we're talking about like food and snacks, I really try to pack myself um, things that kind of keep my mouth busy. I'm a really, I've noticed a sleepy long distance driver, even mm-hmm. if I've had a full night's rest. Um, one of my favorite things is I'll stop at a gas station or whatever, and I'll fill up a cup of just ice and I'll just chew ice mm-hmm. while I drive. It keeps me That's alert. Right. The cold really helps. Milk duds, fruity mentos, gum, like anything that just requires that to happen Some really helps me <laughs> when I'm driving alone. Yeah. <laughs> just make my Sunflower mouth seeds. Yeah. Yeah. So it just helps keep me alert. But I'm um, getting into kind of the entertainment category for road trips. So I've done the expensive crop at Target. Done, Been there, done that. I've thought that I had to get name brand everything and that that was going to be the best way. I was desperate. Like, oh, that's mm-hmm. the best way to keep them happy. No, it's not. Go to the dollar store. <laughs> just do it. Like a lot of times you can find the same stuff from Target at the dollar store. Like mm-hmm. I've seen those. Um, the color wows or the magic, mm-hmm. whatever they're called. Yeah, I've seen those yeah, there. at the dollar store. Yeah. Um, most of the time I go and I get it myself just because I don't want to deal with the fights and it's just fun to surprise them. They have yeah. no idea like, what it is. This is what you have. This is it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I did that when we drove to you, but then when we left from you this summer, we stopped at a Dollar Tree in a random town and they went in and they each got to pick some stuff and that was fun too. So if you're looking for something and you're not like on a time crunch, that was also fun to be able to go and do that. Um, so everyone has their own bag. It's typically a backpack or if it's not a lot, it's just sitting in the pouch in front of them in the car. Um, if you do have a DVD player in your car, game changer that I did this go around was I, we have a library card and we went to the public library and we rented DVDs that we didn't already have. And that was huge Mm -hmm. when we go, we don't have a DVD player in our car, which I have a funny comment about that after, but I always rent a new movie from Apple. I just mm-hmm. bring my laptop and put it on, but I always try to make sure it's a new movie. So it's new. like more captivating for them. Um, yes. Anyways, when Brinkley was here, <laughs> I already told you this. Um, her kids were riding in my car one of the time. I think it was Paxton and oh, no. <laughs> Phoebe and Paxton were talking about each other's car and yeah. Oh, maybe it was Milan. I don't remember. One of my kids asked the other kid, like, have you ever been in their car? And they were like, no. And she goes, oh, my gosh, it's so impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, my car is like 10 years old and yours is way more impressive. It was so cute. They thought the DVD player. Yeah, it's just the TV. Impressive. That's cute. I thought that was funny. We just have a laptop and we just like we actually get um, rug grippies and stick it to the bottom of my laptop and put it on my console. And so it doesn't oh, slide around. Oh my gosh. Genius. I used to well, literally like tape it and then it was yeah. like nasty there for a while. But no, the rug grippies work so well. Life changing. Okay. I was going to ask you for tips because I know even like back when I lived in Ohio and you lived in Virginia and you would road trip to me. Yeah. You did the laptop. I've also seen people where they take the tablets, mm-hmm. they put it in a Ziploc and then they tape the Ziploc to the back of your, yeah. your headrest and the passenger headrest. And that's like- I've done some like- things like that too. I had to okay. get more creative when my kids were rear facing, which is like when I came to yes. you, they were rear facing. So I would, yeah. they have um, like iPad holders that connect to two headrests and it goes in between. I use that one a lot because then you can put it either facing backwards or facing forward for rear facing or frontward facing. And that was a real game changer. Yeah. So those are really nice on Amazon if you don't yeah. have TVs. I was trying to think when we – um, did our cross country trip from Ohio to Arizona. We didn't have a TV in the car. And I'm pretty sure we just brought the kids like Amazon Fire tablets with yeah. stuff downloaded. Yeah. So there's so many options to do it, but take Whitney's advice as far as like, yeah, getting something new, it just yeah. helps keep them just so like drawn to it. You um, would think like, oh, their favorite movie is Inside Out. Like, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. But then like, it's like, it's like if you just – I do the rentals, and so it's only there for 48 hours. So, like, it's just for when we need it, and then I get a new one for on the way back, and, like, they're cheaper mm-hmm. that way. So – and it's just, like, a surprise. So, like, I don't let them choose or else we're going to be choosing for nine years with mm-hmm. kids. So, it's been yeah. good. It's so, been when we one. did the public library ones, each kid chose two movies. Um, okay. And so, then you have really, time that really they helped. get to watch all of them. Yeah. Yeah. We I typically mean, will go in order, like, who gets mm-hmm. to choose. 
So yeah, yeah, yeah. If we no, have a longer sense. road trip, if it's one that's like not long enough for everyone to choose, then I just choose because then it's not yeah. fair, obviously. So yeah, you can't can't make it fair. And man, I swear they just find anything to fight about. So if you yeah, can, like do anything to avoid it, yep. then totally. I feel like this is a given, but as I when I travel alone and I do road trips alone, I always share my location, not only with mm-hmm. my husband, but like with the person whoever I'm you're going to. to. Yeah. yeah I it love helps that. give them an ETA, but then also it's like, let's say I pop a tire and I'm like an hour away from your house. Like I know that like you guys could come and help yeah. me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um I love or that. Like, just oh, for they've when I'm been alone. in this spot for a long time. Like that's yep. concerning. But like I haven't yeah. heard from you or anything like that. Yes. Something that I also really love is to go to the dollar store and get, they have these like baskets that have a handle in the middle. And so that way, if you're stopping at a drive-thru for lunch or whatever, um, it just has like one stop to put everything in the little basket and then they're not dropping things and stuff like that. So I've loved those. Like little caddies. Um, Yeah. Something that I haven't done that I saw someone do this summer and I want to do it when we have kind of a longer road trip again is... They literally just cut and colored this out of paper and then they somehow attached it to the roof of their car, like above where their visors are. But they literally like did a road and then they had their uh, their car that they colored and they like the car could slide on the road. And then along the road, there was, okay, stop at aunt so-and-so's house. Stop in this city for an ice cream break. Stop here for this. Like. And then it was just kind of a fun interactive thing for the kids to be a part of. And instead of them always asking, like, how much longer for yeah. this? How much longer for that? Yeah. I thought that, that was is super really cute. cute. That is the most annoying thing is like, are we there yet? Yeah. <laughs> so I always, I always tell my kids, when your kids are to the point that they know numbers, it's really helpful to be like, okay, we'll get there when the clock has this number first. And like, yep. then that, I feel like that Game diminishes changes. like, and then even if they catch themselves asking, they'll be like, oh no, the clock only says four. It has to say eight or something. Mm-hmm. Like, and that helps a lot. So that's it a helps. little fun tip and kind of teach them teach time. Yeah. Um, I forgot to mention too, but if you do go get like entertainment stuff from the dollar store, I've never been there and not seen this. And I think it's amazing is they have little packets of like road trip bingo and they really have like little road trip entertainment stuff for kids which has always been so fun because then if they're not wanting to look at the screen they're not wanting to color anymore it gives them something to like look out the window and try to spot things yeah and i spy fun Mm -hmm. we play a lot of um we play the animal game a lot i know you've been in our car when we play that um even a 15 minute drive we play the animal game in your car i love it yeah my kids (laughs) love it it basically is just like one person i played it all growing up so maybe that's just where i got it maybe this is so dumb and everyone knows what it is but no i didn't know what it was okay good one person thinks of an animal and they give one clue. So they're like, I'm thinking of an animal that lives in the forest. And then everyone else asks an- or questions that are yes or no. You can only ask yes or no questions. And then you ask questions until you can like guess the animal. And then whoever guesses the animal that that person's thinking of is now it. And it's fun because it's kind of like trivia and like you have to like know a little bit about animals, obviously. And like it was really fun once my kids like learned about that in school, like habitats mm-hmm. and all that. They loved it. Um, and then my kids have re- recently gotten into like the color car game. Like, do you remember when we used to play like slug bug, like slug yellow bug. slug bug? That's like not a thing anymore, but they just, they play like, oh, purple car, like, oh, orange car. Cute. So like that has been like kind of fun for them to do. Um, Love. this last plane ride was the first time I brought books for my older girls, mm-hmm. like chapter books. And that helped a lot because there was times that they were like, I'm done watching the movie or anything like that. And they got out their book and started reading. So that would be awesome for a road trip as Older well. Kids. You know what? Yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up, though, because I was thinking, why haven't I done that for Parley? But if you have she get this car issue sick? like I do. Yeah, she gets car sick. So we've tried a few methods if and I get really car sick as well. We've tried a couple of methods. I've done the Dramamine kids. I've done it for myself. Um. I've done the C-bands. I bought her Mm -hmm. like kid ones that you put. They're basically like bracelets that puts a pressure point on your wrist. I've heard of those. And helps. Didn't feel like that one really made a difference for her. I feel like she is growing out of it. But if she ever gets it back, 
in a bad way or one of my other kids get this. I literally have this in a uh, wish list on Amazon. They are these motion sickness glasses. I can link them on our stories oh, when this I've goes live. Oh, I've heard of those actually. Have you heard of those? Yeah. I mean, they look really silly, <laughs> like but they really, work. really silly. But they're, I can't remember exactly what the reason was, but it has something to do with it like blinds your peripheral vision or something like that. Which is so, like what makes you sick. Something. I don't know. So huh. I haven't tried them yet, but if we have another stint of that, I definitely will. Um, but I love the chapter book idea for bigger yeah. kids. That's great. Yeah. Luckily, none of my kids really get car sick. But I will say when we were in Virginia, I never get car sick. I was car sick in Virginia because all the roads are so windy out east. Oh, my gosh. And like the trees <laughs> like cave you in so you feel like you're in a tunnel and the roads yep. are windy and bumpy like I was getting mm-hmm. sick and I really never get car sick. So maybe if you live out there, you're more prone to it. But well, that's yeah. when we first noticed it with Parley is the freeways out there. When we moved there, they're so windy. I mean, there's like you exit left, which is very foreign yes. for us over here. Like I never exited left coming no. from Arizona. It also made me really appreciate our roads, like not being bumpy or like yeah. holes. I think it's to do with the snow, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Like in Arizona, it just stays nicer longer. Yeah. yeah, because the roads here do get a lot of damage quicker. But yeah, yeah. I think like the trees like creating like a tunnel almost like. I don't know. It threw threw us off. Yeah. So yeah. When I'm flying, I can't watch my movie on takeoff or landing. I have to put it away and I have to just sit there and I have to have the air blasted on me. Yeah. And I have to breathe in my nose, out my mouth. Mm -hmm. I got super car sick or plane sick when I just flew to Arizona a couple weeks ago. We had a lot of turbulence on that flight and it does me over. And I didn't want to take Dramamine because the non-drowsy one never works for me. Yeah, And then the drowsy one, I literally can't stay awake. So not fun. If you have anything that like you've done in your travel journeys that it's like been a game changer, let us know. And we want to share because we aren't Mm -hmm. the only experts, actually not even close to an expert, but no, not even close. And I was going to say, like, I kind of searched on Pinterest to like, just see if I was missing anything when I was compiling my list. Holy crap. There are so many cute and fun ideas out there. So we want to hear yours because we're always learning. And if you're really stuck and you're like, oh, I need help, mainly like entertainment for kids, there Mm -hmm. is so many cute options. So definitely go to Pinterest because that was really fun to see. I love Pinterest. I love this era of motherhood that we're in that we can just bounce off of each other's ideas. I know. Such a game changer. Thank you guys so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, we would love you forever if you would subscribe and leave us a rating and review. We do monthly giveaways from these as a thank you. Come hang out with us over on Instagram. Don't forget to look for ways to bloom. We'll see you next week.